media. Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly. I'm your host, Cole Giroux, and today I'm wearing a wig. Yes, if you are on YouTube, you're welcome for this lovely little appearance I'm having here. Um, I'm taking... I'm taking these headphones off. I don't like hearing myself. Okay. <clears throat> so, yes. If you see, I ha- I do have a little wig on today. I don't have a little host with me, so I decided to have a little wig. <laughs> <laughs> Janie will be here eventually during this episode. I have a little treat for everybody. So, stick around if you want to, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, today very strange episode. I'm filming it on the day that I'm hopefully going to be putting it out. I've been trying lately to get them out as soon as I can um, because I originally planned on episodes being released Fridays. Things got very busy with the holidays and I just got very out of my schedule of editing and filming and all that. And so I've just been trying to get them uploaded within the weekend. Like at least by Sunday after the Friday when I would like it to be out. But today, today's episode is kind of, it has to be released today. So I'm hoping to get that done. Before we get into the topic of this episode, brief little weekly recap. Not much has been really going on. Uh, Just back at work. Janie's back at work. Um, She currently right now is teaching but not at her teaching job she is at a different high school talking to a class about our videography business because she is a business owner yeah so that's Janie's little recap I guess for me I took down the Christmas lights today it was finally a day where I was I had time and it was nice enough that I could get out there and take them down so they are off of our house now and I'm very thankful for that now, I just have to clean up all the leaves from fall that I still have not yet touched. But it's it's good for the soil, right? Like, it's really good for the environment. The environmental ecosystem of the ground. Right, right. It's natural compost. It's, come on. Okay. So, we're going to get on into this. Probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today because I don't have too much going on here um we are talking about the movie groundhog day as i'm filming this the day that it is it is february 2nd so that would make it groundhog day it just so happened that the day that the episode came out landed on groundhog day so i figured it was very fitting to have this be the topic so brief little synopsis of the film (laughs) groundhog day is a 1993 film directed by harold ramis Ramis? Ramis? I don't know how to say his last name, sorry. Um, starring Bill Murray as the lead and the guy from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> it is about a man that keeps reliving the same day over and over again. That's like the briefest of brief synopsis I can give you, really, without getting into like plot details. So I, I started writing all of this out, a script, and then I was like, mm, I don't really think I need it. It's, this is going to sound bad, but it's a pretty basic story for the most part, but that, that doesn't, that, 
that's not bad necessarily. Like a movie can be basic and still be very good. Like Kiki's Delivery Service, for example, very basic little movie, but it is my favorite Studio Ghibli movie. So basic can be good sometimes, you know, you feel me, you feel me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start reading what I have here. And then I have like a paragraph and a half that I'll read. And then I'm just going to try to do it off my noggin because I watched this yesterday. So I feel like it's fresh enough in my brain. I can kind of recite it. I might struggle a little bit. Bear with me. But we can do it. We'll be able to do it. Okay. So we open and we are following Phil Connors. Let me double check that real quick because I saw somewhere say Phil Collins, but I'm pretty sure it's Connors. I just, Connors, yeah. I saw some other site say Collins and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Phil Collins doesn't sound right. Wait, Phil Collins. Phil Collins? Oh, that's why they got it confused. Oh, wow. I didn't realize how old Phil Collins was. Mm, Okay. Um, (laughs) We follow Phil Collins. Connors. Oh, my gosh. We follow Phil Connors, played by Bill Murray, an arrogant and self-centered weatherman who is sent out to the small town of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, on February 1st to report the outcome of Groundhog Day. And if you don't know, Groundhog Day... For those that may be unaware, it is a holiday where we watch a rodent come out of a hole and predict the weather for the next six weeks. That's the briefest I can, someone's at our door, that I can give you. Okay. With all weather reporting an imminent blizzard to hit, Phil reassures everyone that the blizzard is going to miss them entirely. The crew consisting of Phil the producer Rita, and the cameraman Larry, who's played by the guy that plays Roland Shit from Shit's Creek. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, they make it to town, which Phil believes is full of hicks and people that are below him. On the morning of February 2nd, Phil wakes up in his bed and breakfast. That's as far as I got. That's all I wrote down. But I can... You watch. I'm going to eat. The synopsis the rest of the way. This plot is about to be demolished by me. Let me just edit something real quick. Okay. So, Phil wakes up in his bed and breakfast, listening to the alarm clock radio, which is playing, I got you, babe. That was bad. Wait, let me try that again. Let me try that again. There we go. Yeah. It's there, bitch! Yep, okay. <laughs> Listening to I Got You, Babe by Sonny and Cher. Shout out to the Sonny and Cher show. I've never seen it. <laughs> and they start reporting the weather and he gets ready. And he, it's February 2nd, so he has to go to... Um, let me let me look up something real quick. Let me... Let me um, uh, wait. I'm looking up the name of like the the park. There's a park in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Gobbler's Knob. Okay. He has to head over to Gobbler's Knob of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania to report the outcome outcome of Groundhog Day. And for those that don't know. Sorry, I think our dishwasher just went off or something. Um For those that don't know, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania is also the home of Punxsutawney Phil, 
who is the immortal groundhog that has been telling us <laughs> the outcome of the weather for years now. I don't know how far it goes back. Maybe I can get into some trivia later because I just want to figure that out. Um, and he has a wife and kids and he lives a happy life inside of a tree stump, I guess. So Phil's going about his day. He reports whatever. I don't remember the outcome that he said. I Maybe it was winter. I think I think it said six more weeks of winter because there's a blizzard imminent. Um, and Phil's going about his day. He's like, I'm getting out of this town. We're leaving now. They, the crew, Larry, Rita, Phil, they're on their way back to the station where Larry at the station has been like, uh, I'm going to leave after this. I'm done working here. I'll go work somewhere else. They get caught on the highway by the blizzard and they have to go back to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. He ends up there. He has to stay the night again. He wakes up and guess what's playing on the radio in the morning? I got you, babe. Ooh. And he wakes up and he's like, that's weird. And then the same people on the radio are talking from like the exact same thing from yesterday. And he's like, oh, they must have played the same tape again. That's really, that's not good. They're doing slacking on their job. He heads out and he's like, wait, everybody's, what's everybody doing? Where's everybody going? He's asking around. Everybody's going to Gobbler's Knob to watch the Groundhog Day celebration. He's like, this is really weird. What's going on? They celebrate it two days in a row. Everything the same happens again. He wakes up the next morning, same exact thing. He's like, okay, what is going on? Is this a big prank? What What's going on? So after this, let me look up the plot real quick because I thought I could remember, but I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he seems like he's going crazy. And he's like, this is just the weirdest thing of deja vu ever. After a few days, someone tells him to go see a psychologist, to which he does. Nobody can explain what's going on. Nobody can explain. He decides to just get drunk. He meets some guys from the town. This is like a few days after the first couple reoccurring days. He gets drunk with some guys from the town. They go bowling. They blah, blah, blah. blah. They, they're all drunk. They decide to drive home. And he's like... What, like, what, what's even life about? He's getting very existential. And he's asking them, what would you do in this situation? And they're like, I don't know, whatever I want. There's no rules. So he decides to lead the cops on a big old police chase because he smashes into a mailbox and just starts driving around the town crazy, driving on the railroad tracks, almost gets hit by a train. Crazy. He wakes up the next morning. And... He realizes now, like, oh, I can do whatever I want. If this is just going to keep repeating, there's no consequences for any of my actions. He decides to start hitting on every single woman he sees. Every woman he sees. That's kind of an overstatement. but <laughs> He meets this woman, Nancy. And, well, one day he's like, what's your name? Trying to get all this information. The next repeating day, he wakes up, finds her, and is like, oh, my gosh, are you Nancy? From Mrs. Blah, blah, blah class? From this high school, trying to gaslight her into thinking that he went to high school with her in the same class. And then when they're making sweet love, <laughs> he calls her Rita. And she's like, who's Rita? And he's like, hell if I know. So after this, he he's just kind of reliving the same thing, doing all this over again. And then he decides, he's had this little bit of a thing for Rita. And he just starts binge eating. I, that's I'm mixing things up actually. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got this. Says that he started realizing there's no consequences, so he starts binge eating, robbery, 
a lot of this stuff and start manipulating a bunch of people in the town. Okay. So eventually he gets kind of bored of this and he decides he's had this little thing for Rita for a while. He's going to try to seduce her over so many days. And he keeps doing the exact same um, interaction over and over again with her. Like he'll, it started at one point and when he would say something wrong, he'd kind of realize and then the next day change what he said and manipulate the outcome of the situation to get a different outcome, if that makes sense, leading to the sense that he is going to sleep with her in the end. And he finally gets close to that point after so many days of him like being all lovey-dovey and whatnot. And he says something wrong and she slaps him and walks away. So the next day he tries again, changing a little bit of it, but it didn't work. So he got another strike out, done, whatever. And um, at this point he kind of feels defeated. And then over the next course of the few repeating days, he starts offing himself in multiple different ways like he jumped off a building he crashes a car and blew up he threw a toaster in the bathtub he said he poisoned stabbed um shot electrocute like every sort of death imaginable he has tried to get out of this scenario but each time he wakes up at 6 a.m in that bed and breakfast listening to i got you babe by sunny and share so, one of the days after he's killed himself so many certain times, he goes to Rita in the diner and tries to explain to her, I'm in this situation. I don't know what's going on. I need help. <laughs> and he finally gets her to understand what is going on with him. Because, I don't know what reason... He was pointing out everybody in the town that he's never met before to her and saying like, oh, this is what that person is. This is what he does. Those are her true feelings. Like blah, 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 blah. Pointing out everybody in the town to the fact, like to get to the point of Rita finally believing and understanding what he's going through. So they spend the whole day together just talking, getting to know each other, blah, 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 blah. And then it gets to 1159 PM and they're at his room. And they're just talking, having a little fun. And the clock like the clock strike strikes twelve. And she's like, What? Aren't you supposed to disappear? Aren't I supposed to disappear? What's supposed to happen? And he said, No. 6 a.m. babes. And she falls asleep. <laughs> and then at 6 a.m., it happens again. I got you, babe. Ooh. Sunny and Cher. Same day repeated over and over again. And after so many of these times, oh my gosh, I never even brought up Ned Ryerson. How, how am I supposed to do this? I needed to write this script. I'm so sorry. So the, this whole day there is the same, you know, repeating same circumstances. And each morning he wakes up, he talks to the lady at the bed and breakfast. He leaves, he runs into a homeless man on the street. And then right after that, an old school friend or an old person that he went to school with Ned Ryerson runs up to him on the street. That person is played by, hold for applause, hold for applause, Ned Ryerson, Groundhog Day. He is played by Stephen Toblowski, who, if you don't know, plays Sandy Ryerson on the hit television TV show, Glee. And I just think it's so funny. They share the same last name in different medias. I just... I really, really enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. For 
Okay. So Ned Ryerson sells insurance and each day he tries to sell Phil different insurance saying, Hey, if you don't have life insurance, you can always have more. I'm a licensed life insurance broker. You want some insurance? Okay. So after the whole thing with Rita, when she finally believes him and then it starts over, you can kind of get the sense that Phil is getting this new perspective on everything that's going on. He's understanding like, Hey, I've been a jerk. I can help the people in this town. I've understood what they're going through and I can see all this stuff happening every day and I can kind of help them. There's um, the homeless man at the beginning. At one point he finds him like at night stumbling around the streets and takes him to a hospital to which he eventually dies. And so the next day when all this happens and starts over, he finds the same guy in the alley and tries to resuscitate him after he's passing away. And it is probably like I going into this movie, I was just like, Oh, a funny little stupid movie about Bill Murray experiencing the same day over and over and over and over and over again. Like how, like it's just gonna be a fun little time. I did not expect to get this tear jerking. Is that, is that the right word? Um, emotional little scene that I got. And, like, that part until, like, the end of the film is quite, quite touching, honestly. And I don't know. I just really like that. I like that it had layers, if that makes sense. Um, I looked down briefly just a second ago, just checking the plot on Wikipedia real quick, just so I'm not veering off too much. And I forgot to mention when um, Phil started his... um escapade of offing himself uh the first time he did is when he crashes the car and blows up i forgot to mention that before that went down he stole punxsutawney phil yes the punxsutawney phil groundhog that predicted the weather after the ceremony he stole him and drove the truck and killed punxsutawney phil so oh our we have a kitty that joined us maybe he can tell us the weather yes oh by the way there's an early spring this year is what Punxsutawney said. What do you want, sir? He just yawned in my face. Am I boring? Jeez. Um, where was I? Okay. <laughs> oh, you're on my computer. This is Otis. If you don't know him yet, he's a little fluffy guy and he just turned my computer off. Let's see if it's still recording. Can you hear that big purr? Oh, it's still recording. We're good. Okay. Go. I'm sorry, sir. Okay. So he's helping the old man. And then he's just helping everybody around the town with all their little issues. Some ladies in a car get a flat tire without missing a beat. He's in the road, jacking up the car, putting a new tire on for these women. Is that the... This is very hard to kind of keep track of because the whole movie is based upon the same day repeating over and over and over again. So when you're just trying to remember it off the top of your head, it's like, did that happen before or after that? Because everything's the same. It's just a little hard. It's a little hard to keep straight. Um, We're going to pause real quick so I can do a little a little research here. Sorry. Okay, we're back. I've done a little bit of research. 
got a little bit reading done so I can accurately and hopefully quickly detail the rest of the movie. Okay. So he's had a kind of change of heart. He's deciding to help use the knowledge of this day repeating and everything going on to benefit him and also help the people around the town going to, like I said, saving that old man. There's a little boy that falls out of a tree. He catches him. He, uh, he does the helps the ladies in the car. And then he also decides to learn piano over a long period of time. I'm sorry if you can hear out roll. He has something and he's rolling it around on the floor. Um, he decides to learn how to play the piano over a long period of these reoccurring days. He learns to ice sculpt. <laughs> and then also he learns to speak French because previously Rita had mentioned that she went to school for French poetry. So yeah, he's, he's just really realizing that his feelings for Rita over the course of those reoccurring days, that his feelings are very sincere for her. Hi everybody. Um, I just, um, Janie's back and she, she, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just realized that I forgot to adjust the focus. So just like last week's episode, we will be blurry for the first half of the video. Sorry in advance. I will have better um, eyes. eyes next time we film. Okay. Um, so where I left off, I believe I was just talking about Phil. He was, um, he had a little change of heart near the end of here. He realized he had sincere feelings and he started one day reporting the Groundhog Day festivities with a little bit more vigor and oomph than the previous days, previous countless days to all the other reporters stopping their reports to look at Phil and be like, wait, he's kind of eating that. <laughs> and then he just spends the rest of that day really helping out the people of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Um, that night, Rita meets up with Larry and they head over to a party that is going out, going on in the town I might sneeze, sorry. <coughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> and Rita meets up with Phil at the party. And at the party, Phil is just getting approached by so many different people and being like, oh my gosh, Phil, you're so, thank you so much. You're so great. I love you. Oh my gosh. Just sucking his asshole really hard. Um, and it gets to the point of the night where there is a auction, a charity auction, a bachelor auction, where, you know, you know, a, a charity bachelor auction, right? It's where someone will stand up and people bid on him to have like a dance or a date or whatever. The rules change. And everybody, Phil gets up there and everybody's voting for Phil. It gets up to $60, I believe. And then Rita holds up her wallet and goes, I bid $833.83. Win. She won him. And they successfully spend the rest of the night together and Phil carves an ice sculpture of Rita and plays the piano and talks French. <laughs> and then he goes to sleep and he wakes up. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. And it's like, oh my gosh. Again. But then Rita crosses her arm over. It's the next day. It's February 3rd. Happily ever after, Punxsutawney. That is the ending of Groundhog Day. Okay. So, 
Next up, we have a little bit of a special segment going on. So last night, Janie hung out with her friends, Maddie and Grace. You know them. They've been on before. And um, we have Janie live on the scene reporting with Grace. <laughs> no. Janie filmed a little interview with Grace because Grace's favorite holiday, for some odd reason, is Groundhog's Day. So let's hear more about that. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey guys, we're here with Grace Lee, and she is an all-time lover of Groundhog's Day. Yes, yes. Yeah, she is. So we're going to ask her some questions about Groundhog's Day. So Grace, what is Groundhog's Day to you? Um, Groundhog's Day is my favorite holiday of all time, and it's just a very special day when you're just in those winter blues. It's just that day for you to just, like, have a lot of fun. That's great. So what kind of fun do you have on Groundhog's Day? Um, well, this year, uh, we're having a game night, and I can't say what games we're playing, but we're going to play some fun games made by me. Some are Groundhog themed, some are not, some are just fun. Um, I require my husband to buy me some sort of gift, so this year my request is chocolate, a box of chocolate. Well, it was a box of chocolates, but I changed it to just some sort of chocolate. But in past years, he bought me flowers. I have a shirt. Um, and it's just about like being happy, being happy. I love that. So you kind of already answered this one, why you love Groundhog's Day so much. Anything like as a kid that really got you into it? Yes. So my mom, she always like celebrated Groundhog's Day and we would like make cookies for class and stuff. Well, and like, okay, I never believed in like Santa Claus or any of that stuff, but I remember my mom having to like sit down with me in like third grade and be like, Hey, like. The groundhog doesn't actually tell you what the weather is going to be. Um, and I remember being devastated, like full on, like, whoa, like that was my Santa Claus. Was That's so sad. But like, you still love the groundhog. So, and then you already, 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 already <laughs> answered this. Do you have any groundhog hog day plans? And you already said, we're having a party and Maddie's over here. Come say hi, Maddie. Hey. Reach in. No, oh, there she is. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be uh, at the Lee's house celebrating Groundhog's Day. And I remember last year was the first year where I realized you love Groundhog's Day so much. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what's up with this girl? Last year, was, last year was also the first year where I, like, was able to fully get into it. Like, every year it's just become more, you know, the older you get, the winters get harder. Mm -hmm. So last year was really like, I need this. Gotcha. That makes sense. And then Maddie gave Grace a groundhog picture. I can't speak. A groundhog picture yes. for Christmas. Tell us about that. Um, Frederick Thatcher Lee is his name, and he is this little groundhog painting. He's sitting in a cozy little chair by a fire, and he's holding a cup of tea. I've literally wanted him for over a year, but he was like $30, and so I like sent it to you guys as like a, oh, part of my Etsy list. And I literally opened it and like was screaming and so happy. He's amazing. And he's in my living room right now. I got he, you, honey bunny. I got you, honey bunny. He's really cute. We'll, we'll throw a picture up right here. Ding. There he is. Uh, so Grace, any last words about Groundhog's Day? Um, tomorrow we'll find out if there, you know, if spring's coming early or if we're going to have more winter um, so watch out for Phil, the Puxtawani, Pennsylvania groundhog who's famous and just take tomorrow to have fun. Just enjoy it. It's awesome. Great words. Thank you, Grace.
Thank you. <laughs> okay. Next up, J- since Janie is now home, she has some choice words that she would like to share with y'all. Janie! My weekly update. What was My name is Janie Massey-Juru. Yeah, so my weekly update this week is um, teaching is hard. And I know there's so many jobs that are harder and more difficult and more time consuming. And I only teach two times a week. Um, But oh my gosh, it's hard, especially when all these little kids are rolling their eyes at you 24-7. And today I went and talked at um, a high school about what I do for work and... I mean, it, it was, it went well, you know, I, I shared my knowledge on videography, but oh my gosh, more kids rolling their eyes. I don't know if I can take one more eye roll, Cole. He just rolled his eyes at me, ironically. Um, yeah, so I think personally, I think it's something, Cole just farted. I want everyone to know that Cole just farted. <laughs> Um, I, I want everyone to know that, um, oh wait, yeah. So I think ki- people are, are raising their kids differently. What do you think? I, I don't know if it is. I mean, I just, maybe that's like where the shift was. Um, but like, are parents not parenting anymore? Parent is parenting. No, they're not. <laughs> Parent is not parenting. Okay. Parent is doing the opposite of parenting. I don't know what it is because I don't have much room to talk because I'm not a parent. Well, but like, what on earth? I think there is a lot of to do with it with COVID because uh, that's what, two, three years. Yeah. Like, their development, being around people and like, that's pivotal, pivotal, like socializing. I guess that is true because they all just seem really antisocial, which like, yeah, could be normal for a high schooler, but or middle school, you know, but I don't know. My middle schoolers at St. Paul's, they are not antisocial, most of them. They're just mean sometimes to each other. If you're listening, be nice. Be nicer. Be more nice. Anyways, uh, my other weekly update is my body. <laughs> uh, sorry, Cher is in the room interrupting me right now. Um, okay, so my other weekly update weekly update is that I played pickleball last night for the first time in months and my, my whole body hurts really bad like really bad and I just had a cookie so that was good <laughs> chocolate chip I don't know brown butter yeah not as good as Maddie's sorry the flavor was good I didn't like the crunch like I like I like a nice oh I hope Maddie makes good yeah, because he's working. Anyways, my other weekly update is oat. Oat is putting me. He's testing my nerves. Let's be real. Are you done with your podcast? Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. Oh, my media of the week. Your camera is gonna die. It's on red. Well, you, okay. My media of the week is uh probably um I don't know. My, my own wedding videos because I talked about oh my gosh no I literally am like so sick of the two videos that I played over and over and over again um no no, no I didn't even play well I mean I just I think I have it memorized back to back to back to back um yeah so enjoy enjoy your life I'm out thank you Janie for those riveting words you're welcome <laughs>
No, I was trying to do the, the later half of the episode like a newscast where it just kept, <laughs> it kept flipping to everybody else. Um, so I think that really wraps it up for this episode. I'm going to do my media of the weeks and then we're going to. So my medias of the week, um, I just finished. Janie, go get my book. It's on the table. Uh, I just finished reading a book today. I've been reading it for like a week and a half. It is Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. I would recommend it. I do believe I need to do a reread of it eventually in this year. Because I did the audiobook and there was like Joseph in this book. I could not understand a single word he said. Because it was like, Ayo, I don't and I was like, I can't understand what you're saying, sir. Let's just move on. Um, so yeah, that's a really good book. Heathcliff, crazy. Catherine, crazy. Hello, Kathy. I don't know. <laughs> and then similarly, Wuthering Heights, the song by Kate Bush. I was looking for a synopsis of the book just so I could kind of round my knowledge, smooth brain out for the book. And then I found Kate Bush's song, Wuthering Heights. Like I knew of the song beforehand. It was kind of why I picked the book. Because I was like, oh, wait, I know that Kate Bush has a song about Wuthering Heights. I want to read it or listen to it. Or no. Yeah, I want to read it. And I saw the song. I was like, wait, I should probably read or listen to I I'm not talking right. I want to listen to this song now because I have the knowledge to know what she's talking about. Great song. Great song. Those two are phenom phenomenal pieces of work with the same name. Um, similarly, uh, there's nothing similar to what I'm about to say, actually. Um, I'm going to have to say, oh, geez, I'm running out of time. Okay. This might, so as you know, as I said last week, I'm currently watching as many, um, I can't think of the word, can't think of the word Oscar nominated movies right now to try to prepare for our Oscars episode. So I've watched quite a few of these movies so far. So it might be, seem a little basic, but whatnot, whatever. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, so good. Huge feat in animation. That is probably... these The two Spider-Man, Spider-Verse movies, some of the best pieces of animated work ever. That is... That can't be debated. It is like a true fact. So good. Um, then also American Fiction... I just watched it because it's like, oh, it's Oscar nominated. I got to watch it. So good. I really enjoyed that so much. It was such a good film. And then Ponyo, the movie Ponyo. Those are my movies. I don't have any TV, no podcasts, the one thing of music, one book. And then <laughs> going off the wall here, Janie, would you agree with me for my next one? Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I just bought Super Mario Bros. Wonder this week, and Janie and I played it the other day. So fun. So fun. We just got kind of sick of playing Mario Kart all the time. Well, we didn't get sick of it, but, like, I wanted something else to play besides Mario Kart so we wouldn't get sick of it. Now we have Mario Bros. Wonder, and I'm going to enjoy that. Okay, so thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a lovely Groundhog Day. <laughs> I know I did. There's brown stuff on my butt. <laughs> we have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, what else do we have, Janie?
I said that. <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Is that it? PayPal. No, we don't have PayPal. YouTube. That's the other one. Oh, wow. <laughs> if, you, if you need to find anything, it's all in our Instagram bio. That's all I can tell you. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Any last information words, Janie? Okay, that's going to be it. Thank you for watching. Bye. <laughs>